songs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. Bah, 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 bah. Long time no talk. Hello. It's uh, it's been a hot second, hasn't it? Um, let me start out with a cheers. Cheers to you. Just hit my microphone with my uh, white claw. Today I'm drinking a raspberry white claw. Not my favorite, but also not my least favorite white claw. But it'll do. Um, as I'm recording this episode at. Uh, 1.58 p.m. on a Tuesday. Um, I know what you're thinking. Aren't you a teacher? Aren't you supposed to be at work? Um, oh, I got an email. Uh, well, yes. Uh, I, I am. But I, I took a personal day because I had some appointments. And, well, that's none of your damn business. But anyway, um, here I am. I'm back. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sick. Don't know what happened to my voice there. I'm just nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a long time. This is the longest hiatus I've ever taken. Let's see, November, December, January. We're over halfway through January, so basically four months without a somewhat happy hour. Have the hours not been happy? How are you doing? Tell me about you. Thank you, I'm concerned too. Uh, Where have I been? Where haven't I been? Um, Life has been crazy. I've been moving. Um, Literally, I moved. Uh, I think I talked about that in an episode. I don't know. I've recorded like three episodes um, of life updates, but then I never posted them for some reason. Uh, And I thought about, well, maybe the somewhat happy hour is kaput. That's it. It had a good run. Now it's done. Then I noticed that I'm still getting charged um, for doing the somewhat happy hour. And I was like, let me let me record again. And uh, I'm also uh, someone else. uh, I don't want to say they sponsor the show. Or they own the show, but there's a company that has... Anyway, so I'm back. I'm making more content. I'm going to try to make more contact more um, frequently. Uh, and I've missed it. I miss podcasting. I haven't had much time to podcast because I've been going from show to show to show to show, directing to acting to acting to directing, and then other stuff in between. Um, but I'm... I'm ready to come back home now. And here I am. Uh, the first episode of season three was with uh, a dear pal of mine. She was a colleague of mine last year at uh, middle school we taught at in Prince William County. Um, that was Miss uh, Lauren. Uh, and Lauren what is uh, the, s- the creator of a um, nice path for teachers to look at when... You know, how to keep teachers uh, healthy. Um, So, uh, shout out to her. Uh, I recommend the book. Um, Listen to that podcast. You should really listen to it. Um, It was a fun time recording. We had so many technical difficulties, uh, but we got through it. Damn it. And I'm honored to have had her on my podcast. So, uh, make sure you go and listen to that uh, podcast. soon do it now stop this podcast and go listen to that podcast it it would do you well i promise i promise so what what's what what the hell is up mr uh, mr josh fest of the somewhat happier well i'll tell you audience um i've been missing uh because of all this craziness that i'm going through right now in my life uh 
and it's it's been so much um but it's all been good things all good things uh and I've been, you know, struggling to find time where I can just sit and breathe because I'm so busy. Um, and so I haven't had much time to podcast, which is difficult because this is my happy place. Um, and so now I, I have just finished another show as an actor. It's it's done. Um, and now I can have my free time back in the evenings. Uh, and we'll get to what show that was here in a minute. Um Wow, I haven't podcasted in so long that my um, mic setup system is dusty. Jeez. Jesus. Um, let's see. Let's see. Where to start? Where to start? Uh, the first show I did. Well, I directed a play. Harvey at the school I teach at. Love the play. Students had a good time. I had a good time. Audience loved it. I was happy. Uh, then I went... And this is something I'll never do again. I had been asked to do a production of A Christmas Carol with a theater company that does it every year, and I was in their 2016 production, and they asked if I would come and do another production uh, this year. Um, I knew the director, he's a good friend of mine, I've worked with him many times on numerous shows, and he asked if I would be interested, and I said, yeah, absolutely. So I um, took on the role of Bob Cratchit, I'm, I'm in that time period now in my life where I am too old to play the young, super young guy, you know, with the nephews or the, I don't know, I could still play a son, uh, but I, I've never been given an opportunity to, uh, and now I'm in my, my dad phase, which I guess is fine, because, you know, I'm in my mid-twenties, so I guess that's kind of normal. I don't know. I also look like uh, a frumpy old man, so that's probably what had them uh, reach out to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Self-deprecating humor. Um, yeah, so so I was in A Christmas Carol, and then immediately after, uh, I was asked to be in a production of Twelfth Night. And I've played Malvolio a few times, um, most recently in 2000 and... 2018, 2019, and then I did a reading of uh, Twelfth Night again online when Zoom Theater first started with a theater company. Um, I, I I played Malvolio there too, and I don't remember the name of the theater company. It was some random thing I responded to online, and boom, Malvolio was born again. And so this marks the third time I've played Malvolio, and I think. As much fun as, as he is, I think three is, is good uh, for now. I think if I play him again, I want to do it later, much later in my life. Uh, because I feel like I've, I've, I have uh, tried everything I can with him for right now at the point in my life. Um, so I think he's a character that I can revisit later, down the line, when I'm old. Dur. Uh, so... I've been doing that, and then I started rehearsals for my spring musical at my school, Into the Woods. I know. How basic of me. Well, I did it on purpose because, one, it's a huge hit on Broadway right now. And when I applied for the rights, uh, it I don't think it had transferred to New York City yet. It was still like an encore show that they did for like a weekend. Um, and then I was like, ooh, that'd be a good show. And then it went to Broadway. And then they were announced, uh, announcing... A uh, national tour that was going to start in February, which is about two months before my show opens, 
and um, I thought, oh, damn, they're going to take the, the, the rights away because it's opening, the official opening is at the Kennedy Center. And so I was like, damn, I've got to pick another show. But luckily, uh, I was grandfathered in. I had reached out to the company and I asked if I was going to lose the rights. Um, and I didn't. Sorry for all the emails. Let me just close this tab just so we don't get bothered with that. Um, work emails. I might have taken the day off, but I'm still working. Um, and so I am in the middle of rehearsing that, and it's a hard show to direct. Um, but I have great kids. I'm really excited. I, I have a little new little twist I'm taking on Into the Woods um, where it's all going to take place in a... Uh, in the woods, yeah, I know. Whoa, I'm crazy, but yeah. Um, so yeah, doing Into the Woods, uh, I was inspired to do it by um, a podcast guest of mine, uh, Chuck Wagner, who is the original Rapunzel's Prince in Into the Woods on Broadway. Uh, I I was so inspired by our conversation last year that I knew I wanted to direct that show. So this is, that's this year's uh, spring musical. Um, oh, there's Hazel in the background. Uh, and so I've been busy, 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 busy doing that. Um, so I'm glad to have my evenings open again. I'm not in any shows right now. Um, I don't plan to do any shows uh, for the spring just because I'm super busy and the circus is getting ready to start again. Um, and, and yes, I will be joining the circus again. What circus? I can't tell you yet, but it will be announced soon. I can talk about um, a circus that I'm going to be joining for a limited run of uh, one night or one day. It's two shows. Um, and that is Omnium Circus. You might recall, my longtime fans, of uh, my episodes with Ringmaster and Chairman Jonathan Lee Iverson, uh, who works with Omnium. And then I had Omnium founder and owner Lisa Lewis who uh, both had the time uh, had time to sit down with me. We talked all about Omnium and all about the circus. And now I'm going to be in it. I will be the pre-show, uh, doing the pre-show. Um, so that's really exciting. As you know, last year I saw it, and this year I get to be in it. Um, it's, it's really, it really is an honor. Uh, and it's also the start of the circus season. Well, we're getting there. Um, in about a month is when a lot of them will officially begin. But uh, a lot of shows have kicked off their new season. I have some friends that are in Circus on Ice that are uh, back with that tour. Um, obviously, I'm not in the new tour, uh, but a good friend of mine, uh, my roommate, Tyler, she is back on tour. There's so much going on, but let, let me look at my list. Um, so I talked to you about my theater life and my teaching life. So as we know in the world, teachers are burning out and it's... In many ways, it's a dying profession because people just don't want to be teachers anymore. Of course, people are all there's always going to be teachers, but it's not as in demand as it once was. Uh, education programs and colleges are closing because they don't have the students to fill the classes anymore, and that's all because of how much the world is changing. And that is very sad to me because I I knew I wanted to be a teacher for a long, long time. It was a circus clown, um, a teacher, an actor, and I've accomplished all of those, but I love teaching. I love, love, love teaching. Um, 
no, I didn't necessarily like school uh, very much. Um, I didn't have terrible experiences. I just, school wasn't, you know, it wasn't my happy place. Um, theater was. But now I'm combining my love for teaching, the art of teaching, um, and theater. And I'm a theater educator, as you know. Um, you can also listen to me on the um, Theater Teacher Podcast uh, with my with my buddy Jimmy, um, who I hope to have on the show one day. Let's take a, a, a sip break. So uh, cheers. 5%. Oh, wow. This is only 100 calories. How about And it's gluten-free. Well, damn. I could have like 20 of these. Just kidding. Drink responsibly. Um, I have been uh, playing with a lot of uh, uh, mixed drinks recently, trying to find like a new thing other than a whiskey sour to drink. Uh, the other day, we had two shows of Twelfth Night, and I was exhausted, but I wanted to come home and just relax. So I thought, oh, I'll make a whiskey sour. Um, but over the holidays, I went to a party, and we were each responsible for bringing our own uh, drink to share. And so I did a whiskey sour with um, cranberry juice. It was very good. But when I made it the other night, n- no. But I also didn't put anything in a shaker, so that might have been a key factor as to why none of it, uh, it, it just wasn't there. The taste just wasn't there. Um, who knows? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I did have a... Oh, God, what are those things called? I went to the Cheesecake Factory, and I had a um, a martini, and it tasted like a cigarette butt, uh, and I hated it. So then I got a grapefruit martini, and it was delicious. Uh, I just, I don't know what I was expecting. It just wasn't what I was expecting. I said, yeah, I'll just get the, I think it was called the Extreme Dry Martini, uh, or something like that. It was, I don't know, something like that, and then... I was at dinner with my brother and uh, his girlfriend and a friend of mine, uh, and I was like, I'll, I'll get a martini. Sure, sure. Because um, I like martinis, fruity martinis, not dry martinis. So there's that. Um, I went from teaching to alcohol. How did I get? Oh, yeah, how teaching is, is, is uh, suffering right now. Um, yeah, so much is going on with the world of teaching. But I can honestly say I, I still love what I do and I do what I love. I, you know, it's, of course, it's been hard um, coming back to teach in my hometown uh, at a different school. Um, I feel like I live to a higher standard because I grew up here and there's only three theater teachers in the entire county. Um, so it's 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 quite challenging. Uh, but I am I'm happy to be teaching um it's just you know it is a struggle um but i i know at the end of the day i'm trying my best i'm trying my very best <laughs> i have this thing whenever i say uh, i'm just joshing my student i i have them laugh and they all go ha 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 it's actually really funny to me um but uh, other people probably think it's really strange um and half the time uh when i get new students i say i'm just joshing and they look at me funny they're like why is that funny and they don't some of them don't know that my name is Josh. Um, I have had a few students call me Josh, uh, and, and I immediately correct them. Because, you know, yes, it's a weird thing that we go by our last names here, and that's what they call us. But um, I don't like them calling me by my first name. We're not pals. I want you to call me by my last name. 
Um, and it's not really about the, you need to respect me because I am an adult. No, that's not it. It's just, you know, I've worked hard to become the teacher, Mr. Vest. So that's what my students call me. But, uh, you know, I, I'm having such a great time this school year. I'm in such a good school. Um, and that my mental health wise, I'm in such a better place uh, compared to where I was last year. Um, you know, I had great colleagues last year, but I, I learned young as a teacher. This is my third year teaching that it's, um, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, you have to find the school for you and where you can, it can grow. And, um, this is, I'm at a school where I think I can grow and I'm learning a lot. I've learned a lot within the past six months. Um, so yeah, yeah. Good things. All good things in the teaching world. Uh, circus world. Let's talk about the circus. So I've talked about acting, how I've been acting, and I've been very lucky to be back on stage in the theater. Um, and I've had some opportunities to go join a few circuses uh, for like a, a weekend of performances or uh, a night, things like that. And when circuses come to Virginia or uh, surrounding areas, um, and I'm I'm so lucky to have those opportunities. And so it was really hard for me to go from clown, teacher slash director, actor, because those are all different brains. And I had a difficult time trying to come back into the world of acting. Um, when I was doing A Christmas Carol, uh, my director would constantly say, hey, let's, um, you're doing too many facial expressions and you're overacting a little bit. Um, and he knew that this was the first show I'd done since I toured for the summer uh, with the circus. And so he, he was like, I, I know you're coming back from the circus because I started the show in like, I don't know, August. And I only been home for like, a, like three weeks or something like that when the first blocking rehearsal happened. Um, and so it was hard to adjust because I felt like I was on as a clown. But I had to go back to the actor world. So the actor brain. And then I started directing. And I was like, oh, God, now I'm in acting brain. Now I'm in directing brain. Now I'm in teaching brain. My brain hurts. It hurts. But all is well. The circus. Yeah, I'm getting ready to do Omnium Circus. Um, this is something that's been in the works since last year when Omnium was here uh, in Virginia. We're, we are playing Tyson's uh, Capital One Hall. Not theater, hall. Uh, it is in a theater, but it's called the Capital One Hall. It's in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, uh, right by the mall. Um, so that's that's exciting. Uh, a friend of mine works there, and I told them that I was going to be in a show there, and uh, they said, oh, I'm working box office. I'll be there. So shout out to Jess. Um, hey, Jess. I don't even know if you know I have a podcast, but that's fine. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I've been relatively busy, and I'm working on some new stuff um, for the show, for the pre-show. So I'm the pre-show, one of the pre-show acts. Uh, so you, you get to see me goof around, um, before the official event begins. I'm not in the show itself. Uh, well, I am in the show. I'm in the pre-show, um, and some stuff. So, uh, working on a few new things. I've recently learned how to hat juggle. Um, I've learned more yo-yoing skills. I also learned how to cup juggle, which was really fun. I loved doing that. Um, right now I can only master three, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but I've been working on balancing acts, um, more physical comedy acts. Uh, I've been writing acts. 
Um, I'm working on a maestro bit right now. It's a, the clown maestro is something that's been around forever and ever and ever. But I'm trying to think of a way that I can make it a little bit more uh, accessible to the audience of Omnium, which uh, is uh, an audience of uh, uh, people who um, perhaps have a physical disability, uh, intellectual disability, um, and and so. I want to make sure I'm creating an act that can be performed for the love of all. And that's what a clown's job is, is to make sure they're reaching everyone. Most of the time, clowns are silent, um, and the clown I've created and um, performed as um, is a silent clown. But for Omnium, I am going to have to speak a little bit just just to be, um, you know, make sure we're all together uh, on everything. Um, I won't speak too much, but I will speak enough to help. So... Uh, it's it's really exciting to be doing the show. This is such a special circus to me, um, and it's something I am very passionate about as a teacher. I feel like this is the perfect circus for me right now. Um, and you know, I don't know where this path will lead me, um, but I I'm hopeful. And uh, the owners and the board and the casting they all know how much I love the show and how much I'd love to uh, continue with them. In the future, um, <laughs> so working on a new some new acts. Uh, I have a new clown persona I'm going to be doing for this show uh, because it's so intimate for a pre-show. I didn't want to do big clown makeup, uh, the big costume. Um, so I'm scaling it back to more of a, a an official Auguste clown, where I do have a nose, but it's like a it blends in with the same color as my skin. And there's a little bit of red on it, not too much. Uh, that way, it's you know you see the human in the clown. Um, and I'm wearing a I'm wearing a suit still, but it's not a baggy suit. It's not a traditional clown look. Um, it's a funky looking suit, but it's 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 nothing like uh, we're used to seeing clowns in. Um, and that's something I I feel will help create this character that I'm going for. Um, minimal makeup. Uh, I even kept my goatee, so I shaved my beard down. Usually when I do clown work, I shave it all off, but I shaved my beard into a goatee, um, which is more of a... The only clowns I've ever seen in the facial hair, of course, are world-famous uh, clown Emmett Kelly, and then a lot of Cirque du Soleil um, comics in their shows. Sometimes they're called clowns, sometimes they're the comic. They will have like a mustache or a goatee or a beard. Um, and so I'm going for a more contemporary look, for this, um, again, to show the uh, human in this new character I've, I'm creating. While he is still a very similar clown to my usual clown persona, this one is a little bit more, uh, you know, personable. Not that my other clown isn't personable, but this one is, uh, he's just different. And, and I, I, I'm excited to uh, experiment with him uh, throughout this process with Omnium and... I don't know if this is something I would do more frequently, but for more intimate shows, I think this is the right clown. But, you know, I, I also have, you know, so many other characters that I can go with for other shows. Um, but that's, you know, something that's important to me is I, I don't like wearing a lot of clown makeup anyway, uh, just because, um, one, it's, it's, it's a lot to put on your face, and if it's going to be on your face for hours... Um, that's something that's rather difficult to deal with. 
uh, and I don't necessarily want that. Um, so I'm going for a simple look, you know, a little white around the eyes. The eyes that I do for my other clown are the same for this one. So eyes with a, you know, square, then um, a little rouge. Uh, I'm going to go a little darker, um, but nothing, nothing cray-cray. Uh, but just, just dark enough to show the red on my, on my face. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's so much fun creating characters. You know, it's, it's the actor in me as I get to create all these characters. Uh, and speaking of creating, uh, I am working on a play. I'm writing a play, and uh, it's something that, well, I'm adapting a book into a play. Emmett Kelly was this world-famous clown. He toured with the Cole Brothers Circus, Ringling Brothers. Uh, a lot of people know him because he's the sad clown. He was, uh, he created this character named Weary Willie, who was very, um, uh, relatable to the audience. You know, he was a sad guy, um, he looked a little disheveled, had a beard, uh, and that's, you know, he wrote this book called Clown, and, um, I, I fell in love with it, I've read it a few times, um, and so I'm working on a show, um, and I, I don't have a title for it yet. I don't want to call it Clown. Um, I, I think I'm going to call it a few things, but I don't want to say the title quite yet because it's a working title. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on that, and I hope to uh, put a production up soon, before even before the summer, just, you know, like a reading or a, um, a small performance, like a one-night-only kind of deal. Uh, but it's, it's so, it's, it's his, uh, autobiography he wrote, but I'm changing it into the story is his, it's his last performance with a circus. He's retiring. And so it's this whole memory play of him being in his dressing room, being interviewed by two, uh, uh, news folks. Uh, what are they called? What are they, interviewers? I don't know. Um, but, but two, uh. Uh, one is a, um, she's an, an accomplished re reporter, that's what it is. She's an accomplished reporter, and she's brought uh, an up-and-coming uh, reporter, someone who is also very young, uh, and she is there to help uh, the young reporter who is trying to find the right story to have her first breakthrough. Uh, and so it's a three-person play. Well, yes, it's about Emmett Kelly, it's, you know, I've made it to a little bit about the other characters and how they can reflect on, as a child, everyone went to the circus. I'm not everyone, but most of us went to a circus at some point. And so it's, you know, reflecting on that, you know, those, those happy memories you get when you would go to the circus. Um, and the book is beautiful. I've changed some of the, the, the story just to... Uh, fit the stage and add some dramatic flair to it um, but it's a three-person play and the other two uh, actors uh, don't just play the reporters they also play other members of the memory so when one, one reporter is asking a question the other reporters could be playing the circus owner one of his wives um, because he was married a few times perhaps his kid uh, and other miscellaneous characters um, and it's a short play, but it's something that I'm really excited to share. Uh, and I'm working on it very hard, and I hope to share with you all soon. Um, 
about this 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 famous clown who's inspired so many people and of course has inspired me because he was uh you know one of the world's most famous and best clowns ever uh i have um one of his paintings i'm still trying to get more so he had this collection not only was he a clown but he was an artist he started out as a cartoonist um in a small uh company um with someone who would also become quite famous in the world and they were uh, they worked together on a lot of stuff. Um, his name was Walt Disney, so it's funny how how this works out. Um, but it's it's something that I, I'm really passionate about. And while I don't look like Emmett Kelly at all with the clown makeup, I can achieve the look. But everything else, you know, physically, um, I don't look like him. I'm not his height. I'm not his body. You know, all that stuff. Uh, and the age. I'm only in my mid twenties. So it's not quite the same. Uh, but that's the magic of the theater aspect I'm bringing, is that this is a role that I would like to play on and off throughout my life. Because, you know, the older I get, the more I'll change, the more I'll go back and add and do this and that. Um, and that's something I look forward to doing throughout my life, is, you know, when I'm not in the circus or I'm not teaching or something, um, I can produce my own show. Uh, I am going to be collaborating with some artists soon on something else, but uh, that's that's a little hush-hush right now. I can't talk about it. Not because I signed a contract. It's just I don't want to ru ruin anything. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's a lot of good things going on for me right now. I'm at a good place uh, in life, professionally. Um, but I missed podcasting. I missed the somewhat happy hour, and I'm so excited to be back, and I'm so excited to uh, hopefully have some more guests on this year. I promise you it won't be another um, five months until I record another episode. Um, but I do think this is going to be, it's not going to be as uh, bi-weekly as it used to be uh, up until this past season. Um, it's going to be kind of maybe once a month or every other month, something like that. We'll have a special episode. Um, so we're, we're, that's where we are. We, by we, I mean me, me and Hayes. Um, but hey, cheers to you. Thanks for listening. And thanks for coming back to the somewhat happy hour. I, I've missed you. Did you miss me? Don't, don't answer that right now. Just wait. Okay, answer it. No, 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 no. No, don't. Well, no, 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 no. Hey, thanks for listening to the somewhat happy hour podcast with me, Josh. Vest. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed the show. The drinks are over and we hope that you know If you're feeling down, just join the past It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest <laughs>